Hello and welcome to Crit Hit Wild, where we review a character from MCP every week. Today, I'm your interim host, Fred. I'm Brad. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steven. Hey, Steven, how's it going? Oh, it's going very well, Fred. I'm just up here in the cold north uh, near Lake Erie, looking right at the water right now. Oh, boy. I, I can only imagine the temperature it is there. Actually, it's, is it cold or like it, it wasn't that bad today for us? I mean, it yeah, was we're, hang, we're hanging around 28 degrees. Yeah, I, I, that's that's probably like a, a nice four degrees with like here. 18 mile per hour wind in Ashland. <laughs> well, get up near the lake. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, this is I'm going to lift the veil for the listeners. We've been talking for about 45 minutes now. We had some difficulty getting this re- record started, but we're we're going strong now. Uh, how is how was everyone's day today? Uh, we'll start with you, Brad. How was your mine, day? Mine was uneventful till we tried to record. <laughs> Brad Brad did all of the technical stuff of this record. Uh, and you are hearing us now because of the hard work that Brad put in. How are you doing today, Brandon? I literally just muted myself. Oh, boy. That, that answers that question. How are you, Steven? I'm fine. I drove a long way today, and I'm finally recording with you guys again. So. <laughs> it's, it's good to have you. We'll have Steven for a while. It'll be, it, it'll be nice to have uh, a, a new four... We'll try this out for a while. Uh, well, until, today until I fail, gonna, you're not going to fail. Come on, until <laughs> you get tired of us, until you get tired oh. of our nonsense. Uh, today we're going to do Ulick, the the troll, uh, for in for our review. But before we get there, we've got a couple things to cover. Uh, first off, there's going to be a tournament in uh, Fabricators Forge near Pittsburgh. Uh, this Saturday, that's going to be Saturday the 28th, and I don't know the times. I'm just pulling this off my memory. I'm guessing that it starts around 11. Uh, yeah, I think I don't know. Get there. 11. Yeah. Uh, go have fun. Uh, I plan to be there unless something serious happens. So uh, I will. Offer everyone, you. come and play against us. Come against play against Brad and I. And uh, is this even going to be out before the tournament? It will. I doubt it. No, it will. Oh, will it? It will. It'll oh, because you're tomorrow. doing everything. Because I already oh, have boy. everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, is there any news that we need to cover uh, MCP-wise? I know that they, they've they released a couple... Uh, oh, what are they? They released the cards for Ulick and for Beta Ray Bill... And I'm pulling them up right now. Okay. The first one's called Brother in Arms. Okay, do you want to go through these, uh, Brad? Brad, why don't you take uh, Brothers in Arms? Okay, Brothers in Arms, unaffiliated, active. <laughs> Thor Odinson, so any Thor. And Beta Ray Bill. I wish that just said Bill. Uh, may spend one power each to play this card. While within two of each other this round, the characters gain the following superpower, and they cannot be advanced, thrown, or placed by any effects. Additionally, they get three dice to all energy attacks they make. Uh, they still can be pushed. Guys, that's so good. <laughs> they get so much. That is so good. It's still, it's, oh my god, it's one power each. Goodness yeah. gracious. Uh, uh, hey, uh, Steven, why don't you take the next one? Um, or, or can you, can you see these or do you want, oh, I, I have them printed out, sir. Okay. Uh, why don't you take rock and troll? Okay. We have rock and troll unaffiliated active. Ulick may spend three to play this card. Ulick drops all objective tokens. He is holding then place Ulick within five of his current position. Yeah. He's got some jumps. That That is that's kind of incredible. <laughs> he can be placed within. Fi- He's a large base. Are you trolling Wait, me right do- now? It really says that. Yeah, it really says that. Yeah, Brandon, yeah. it's really good. Come on, you're trolling me. No. I'm not trolling you. Rock Isn't and he- troll. 
Yeah, that's that's a gamma throw right there. That, that's, without Hulk. That's one of the best names for a tactics card in this game, though. Rock and troll. I don't know. The next one might be better. Uh, hey, hey, Brandon. Uh, do you want to read the next one, or do you want me to? Because there's a lot. There's it's pretty a long. Lot. I mean, I can do it. I'm not useless. Uh, the next one is called Scuttlebutt on Me. A plus name wise. <laughs> it's unaffiliated. It's reactive. When an allied beta ray bill or an allied scourge the executioner makes an attack during their activation, after the attack is resolved, the attacking character may spend any amount of power to play this card. The attacking character immediately performs the attack listed above, targeting the original target character. It's called tech support. It's an energy attack. It's range five. Has a base of two dice. And this, this attack ignores line of sight, and the defending character does not benefit from cover. You add attack dice to the attack roll equal to the amount of power spent to play this card. And after the attack is resolved, if it dealt damage, the character may that played the card may throw the target character short. Unsized restic- restricted throw. Uh, I've got a question. Would that work with the Brothers in Arms if you have Beta Ray Bill do it yeah it would he get so. the three additional uh dice yes yeah yes, nowhere it, it would say specifically that you cannot <clears throat> add dice in any other way if not it's also an extra attack so you get to yeah. attack three times in an activation yeah it's it's like cruelty right yes. right it's it's another cruelty and it's very good it's this also unaffiliated. Be, this may be one of the best attack cards we've got Oh, I think it definitely. No, this doesn't factor into attack cards because it's not like it takes. It doesn't take an action. You just get an extra attack on somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's got an attack. It's still on an though. attack card. It's just the yeah. Good but, okay, if you, you want to broaden it, it just it just puts it up in the upper echelon because you don't immediately because you don't have to spend an action. And right. You need to choose. Like, if it's like the life, you're at the end of your activation, and like you're, you, like, think about if you're about to die, you have like one or two power, you have like eight power, you're just like, all right, fuck it. You just dump everything into it. Good point. I'm, 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 I'm taking someone with me. Like, you let's guys go. Know, do you guys know what Scuttlebutt is? Rumors? No, like, the Scuttlebutt on this card. It is a sentient alien ship. That is, uh, well, sort of like Beta Ray Bill's sister, and they were, and it's made kind of the same way Beta Ray Bill was, and it helps protect the Corbinites. Oh boy! Oh boy! Okay, I really like this of Scourge too. Having a character that has access to something, like he has very good tactics cards that have a lot of dual purpose and it's pretty good I really feel like he's just like creeping up creeping well, up higher the, the more the awesome. more that I've seen Scourge the more stuff I've seen of him the better I think he is like he, he was on the table against me a, a couple weeks ago and he really kicked my butt he did a lot of work I also really like that it says Thor Odin's son which gives me all the hope of the world that we're going to get a new Thor soon not this mm. well the thing that in arms. I thought we were just talking universally about all the cards no. the thing that really gets me about Scuttlebutt is that you can do that at range 5 and if you do it at that range with something because obviously Beta Ray Bill can throw somebody right and then get them out further and then that range 5 and then you do damage and you get them further I mean this really takes somebody out of the game so yeah, you you're right. <laughs> you can take someone right into the corner. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, not not a small thing. Yeah, you can you can do God Hunter if you can throw medium, and then you can throw small afterwards, which is kind of insane. Wow. Okay. Especially think of like if both of those are unrestricted size throws, so you can throw like a Sentinel twice. <laughs> throw Malekith twice. Like holy moly! Like, you, Yo, these guys- you could kill three characters with God Hunter in those two throws. Like throw in, like you could throw a Sentinel into like a three threat character. 
probably kills it, and then you can throw it again if you can get another three threat character. Like you're probably you could literally kill so much stuff just with. Most do, you, do you guys think that Beta Ray Bill might be a little too good? <laughs> he yes. might be a little too good. Like this is this is great. These cards are excellent. Do we already like remember like how poor Brad's take on Beta Ray Bill has already like been? <laughs> Coming from the person who has probably the most takes that have uh, aged poorly. No, that's me. That's (laughs) that's me. Great. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know. I can't. I was super high on Beta Ray Bill from the very beginning. I think you gave him an A plus. Like, I mean, we were we were already really high on him. I I I think he's getting in that category, close to that category, the best four point model in the game. I mean, he's Uh, he's definitely up there. I also think that with cards like this and how good his card is, that makes him priority number one usually for the opposing team. That is a right. fair point. Yeah, That's a fair number point. one priority as a four threat character. He's not hard to. He's not easy to kill either. Like so, there's. Uh, I don't know. If you're going to target him, like you're just going to turn on Scuttlebutt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of really good things. Like. Yeah, this is these cards are good. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on because we can talk about these forever if we if we accidentally run into it. It's also uh, going to give Asgard a lot of play going forward. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, the let's move on. Uh, AMG had a, a an unboxing event for for Shatterpoint. Would you guys lo- want to talk about that for just a short period of time? Uh, I didn't see no. it, Fred. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, there was lots and lots of plastic in there. Yeah. Uh, custom dice. The measuring sticks and movement sticks look just like MCPs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, they might be, like, just slightly different, so you have to get them. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I thought it looked cool. It looks real neat. It looks it, real neat. I'm it excited. Also said that there will be like the squads are pre-built, but you can customize the squads as long as you follow the squad making rules, which made me which, feel better. Yeah, but we don't know what those are yeah, yet. We don't know what those are yet. Were the I'm, I'm excited. Pre-built and pre-painted. <laughs> no. Damn it. You're cute, Brandon. You know that. Play All I'm X-Wing. saying is, or play Armada. I need you to understand that. Like the, I almost got talked to the X-wing like so many times, and it wasn't even really that hard. They can't. They're like, oh, they come built and painted. I'm like, okay. You know what? I, I play Armada. Armada is a good game. It's just it takes forever, and it's kind of yeah. They game. said like the average gameplay on Armada is like hours, right? Like it's two hours plus, yeah. maybe more. Jesus. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's like if you're trying to play pretty quick too like that's not even like lingering like it's just a really long game that was why and that's not a big reason why X-Wing exists is because it's a quicker to play smaller version no, of like, X-Wing was first yeah, yeah. X-Wing I got X-Wing's probably yeah. a better game it, it's just I like no. Armada well X-Wing was just so repetitive though I mean I played it and I got competitive in it and yeah, it was just, you know, you can only blow up ships so many times. So. <laughs> uh, did you ever play Armada? Yes, I did. Um, I would say for the mechanics of it and what it, uh, what, what, what it was for the broadsides, you know, the fore and the aft and, you know, the pre-maneuvering and the dials, I, I would say it's superior in uh, tactical um Tactical reference, but otherwise than that, um, I, it, it was longer. So, yeah, the the uh, I agree. It it has more tactical depth, but it probably is not as fun to play. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we we've we've drifted, <laughs> we've drifted just a um, little bit. Yeah, fault. you wanted to do it. Uh, it is my fault. I I take full responsibility. Uh, is there anything else in the news section that we need to talk about? Uh, Cerebro. Hey, Cerebro News. It's what you got going it's on? It's almost like I sent you a list 
last night, Fred, so that you Yeah, you did. And I'm, and guess what? I'm not looking at right now. <laughs> I thought that maybe you would write that down, but okay. Um, the, the app is going along fine. Um, I'm running into problems. I the problem from last time I fixed. I actually fixed it before the episode even came out. But now I'm having issues with. I want to be able to have all the images download and save on the local device, so that they'll show up when you don't have an internet connection. And I tried, this is like, I tried like two different ways and then I just gave up on that and did other stuff. And now I tried something else today and found out it's not going to work. So I'll figure something out. It's possible. I know it is. So. We have faith that you'll figure this out. Yeah. You'll get it. We all have, every one of us here on this call has faith that you will figure this out. Mm. If you know something's going to happen, it's not called face. (laughs) 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 Well, we'll probably on another episode while Jared's gone and I have control of the computer, uh, go over some things on Cerebro people might not know about, but not today. Okay. Uh, So I do not have a topic I didn't think of one, and uh, that I'll have to I'll have to start doing that. I'll need to start putting in some work for this podcast for once. Uh, I, so we're. I have to- a suggestion, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, well, you know how Jared last week was asking about which spider foe you guys would like to be trapped in a mall with. That was two. Weeks oh yeah. Ago. <laughs> oh, it's two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, it's an but, ongoing yeah. joke. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a would you rather, okay? And this actually um, involves the miniature game. Would you guys like to play this one? Sure. Okay. You are going to a very competitive tournament, and there is a grand prize for a person who brings a certain leader for a certain list. And if they win at least two out of four games, they win this grand prize. Let's say it's $1,000. The two lists that you have to choose from are either a Zen-led Cabal or a Cyclops-led X-Men. I'd play Zen Cabal. I I was going to say Cyclops X-Men because I think that that's probably still better. I mean, I just played Malekith with Zen as the leader. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Brad, what would you say? I think that those are probably very close to being just like the worst choices, which I think is the point. And that, uh-huh. but if I play Cyclops, I can play other things that I like, and I like Cyclops as a character. So I would go Cyclops, but it's just really the fact that it's X Men that I'd be playing that gives it the edge. I don't think he's any nope. better than Sin. In fact, no. I was just trying. I think sin's probably better. But I, if I don't get the thousand dollars, I'll have more fun with Cyclops. I I think that he Cyclops is better on the table. Just like uh, I don't think his leadership is any good. Oh no! But I think that he's probably he he will be more functional on the table than sin will be. People have done well with unaffiliated lists, and that's what you're playing with Cyclops. Right, right. (laughs) No, I just wanted to present that as maybe an option. So, yeah, yeah, I can come come up with one for next week if you like. I enjoyed it. We'll 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 do something. Yeah, Stephen, what would you play? Yeah, what would you Um, play? I I would probably play the Sin Cabal. To tell you the truth, because I would probably sneak in a versatile strategy. (laughs) So. Oh, and just change. <laughs> just, just be like, okay, Sin Cabal, Malekith, versatile strategy. <laughs> oh, no. You have to do Red Skull, right? No, I'm just yeah, kidding. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you don't. I actually can't, can't confirm. That's not at all what we have to do. You are a glutton for punishment. Yeah, well, go from one leadership to another one. So. <laughs> well, uh, would you like to go over games that we played recently? 
because we recently were in a tournament together. We and in fact, all four of us were. <laughs> and we were the only four at the tournament. This this is the tournament that showed up uh, at the Charleston tournament uh, last Saturday. So I'm call- I'm calling out all the slackers who live closer to you guys than I do because I drive from Cleveland, Ohio, to South Charleston, West Virginia to play, and I've been there consistently for five weeks. So five that's months. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. um, we because the turnout was low again. Um, we decided to go ahead and do a round robin. So everyone played each other and we did three rounds. Yes. Uh, and it was an interesting turn, uh, how things turned out. It turns out that, uh, Steven, me and Brad rock, paper, scissors to each other. As in one of us beat the other one, beat the other one, beat the other one. And then Brandon beat every single one of us. You know, we didn't have to talk about that part. He crushed us. That was a pretty good synopsis. Unfortunately, in the grand scheme of things, my game, I had a couple fun games, but none of them were really all that close as far as the score was concerned. I mean, that's true. (laughs) Uh, uh, Brandon was playing Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. uh, And And two superpower scoundrels in all three games. So... That was, kind of, that was kind of unfair. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. disgusting. Uh, that's, why, that's why I wanted to say, you know, that's a little definitely. Brad, didn't stuff. you have something similar happen to you? I did. I played X Men um, Storm, in case you were wondering, and uh, I ended up playing Senators all three games. And that kind of backfired on me. I lost two out of three. And I played different stuff on every single tape, <laughs> but it was fun. I had fun. Uh, it was I played uh, Spider Foes, which is my new my new faction that I'm playing a lot of. Uh, on and, territory. I am. I'm walking all over your territory. I gotta say, I like them. They felt really good. New Rhino. Not that there's an old Rhino, but Rhino <laughs> is is fun. He is fun on the table. He is a lot of fun to play. How did uh, what did you play, Stephen? I played the blend. I played half of your list and half of Brandon's list. So I did a Spider Foes Criminal Syndicate um, crossover. So some some games I played the foes. Some day, some games I played the Criminal Syndicate. Won every Spider Foe one. Lost every Criminal one. So. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I think that you're the only person who gave Brandon a run for his money. Oh, yeah, as close because, as one. Yeah, because I pulled out criminals against his criminals because I knew that was the only. Because if I pulled out spider foes, the game would have ended quicker. So, uh, in retrospect, the game would have been very much more. It would have been way more lopsided and would have ended. Yeah, probably maybe two turns sooner. Well, I made you sweat. You're past turn three. You're like, what's going on here? Didn't like it. It's not where I want to be. Brandon's Uh, strategy is to win every game before the end of turn three. The game should be over at the end of three. That is, if you're playing, that's how I play Criminal Syndicate, and I don't like it any other way. And uh, never go to a fourth turn. uh, With both Brad and myself, that's exactly what happened. (laughs) He won round three. With the roster, a- I've actually played. Uh, let me pull it up just so I don't misspeak here. I have played 17 games. I'm 15 and two. Or no, I'm sorry. I played. I'm sorry. I played 18 games. I'm 16 and two. Uh, I've only played one of those games past turn three. And it was mine. It was. It was yours. <laughs> None of the other games have ever went past turn three. Woo! I mean, there you go, everybody who's listening. Uh, is does anyone want to go in depth, or do we want to just move on? I think we can just move on. I played Rhino, <laughs> which I didn't think I would do. Do you like him? Uh, he he did do things. Fred yeah, ignored good. him, which just let him do whatever he wanted, which worked out for me. 
Yeah, I think that was the right call on my part, though. I was putting my attention out there. Brad I didn't ignore him, and he just kind of stood strong. There's a really... Uh, there's a really... If you can get... If you're playing, like, superpower scoundrels and something across the center, um, if they move up on a far point... You can move with Rhino. You have one move. You have a range to attack, and then you can place behind them on their back on their front point. So I was able against Brad to contest all five of the superpower scoundrels on turn one. That was me. You did that to me. I did it to Brad too. <laughs> you guys just kind of both fell in the same trap. No, no, you only had four out of five of mine. I didn't win the ball, but I was contesting the ball, right? Because you had three on one point, right? No, I think you ended up... You had Lizard on the one. I don't think you actually put Rhino on the other one. I may not have. I made a lot of misplays in our game. Yeah. Maybe I learned from my mistake against you and then did it to Fred. Probably. And then Steven did not fall for that trap. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> the trap was open at all three games uh, yeah so I, I messed it up against Brad and then uh, second go round figured it out and got it against Fred and then uh, oh no I know what that's not what you messed up in our game you could have gotten one of my senators and you didn't oh yeah because I, I didn't have anyone over there when Rhino activated yeah, I could have placed in between the two senators and took your senator. Yeah. Yeah. All right, full circle. I remember what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. They were they were fun games. I mean, I had fun. Brad had the worst luck in my game against him. Oh my god. Brad did not have fun. Brad did not have a good time. I I tried to flip on a fifty fifty the sword base. Um nine times I failed the first eight god that that, that's rough yeah that's rough that's why I don't pay play to flips that is that is a one in 256 chance you're just that special Brad you're one in 256 no he would be one in 256 I want to be the other way I want to get all eight of them and then miss the ninth one because like <laughs> well, that's literally not like that any of those eight might have turned that game around. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, every time he rolled, it was like, "There's a skull!" Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, it or blank. It was just I, I, I just felt sorry. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" The, it was bad dice that game. Uh, you can't control that. So yeah. Well, uh, let's move on to the character review. Uh, so today we're going to be reviewing Ulick, uh, our, our friendly neighborhood troll. Uh, and give me just a second while I pull him up, because I am ill-prepared. I haven't printed out for it. I think that's just my, my, whole, my whole thing, is I'm just a mess. You know what's, what's even worse? Is I just hit Ultron, because I saw a U-word that wasn't... That's, not you look. <laughs> oh man, if only there was a filter yeah, I'll, to only show you new characters. I'll start. <laughs> uh Ulick, otherwise known as Ulick, is four three four. He is uh seven health, I believe, on both sides, right? Yeah, he does correct. Yeah. Okay. And he is five threat, size three, medium move. Someone else take the Okay, uh, I'll take the attacks. Uh, his first attack is a physical attack called Pounders. It is range two, it throws six dice, and it has no cost. Uh, and it has the normal builder rules, and it has Wild Push, uh, where he can push a, a character size four or less short on a wild. Uh, his second attack, his spender, is called Shatter Mountains, Shatter Bones. It is range two, it throws nine dice, and it costs five power. Uh, 
and after this attack is resolved, the target character gains the stagger special condition. And then on a crit hit wild skull, he they get shatter, where after the attack is resolved, instead of inflicting stagger, if the target character does not have an activated token, you may give it an activated token. Just pretty pretty baller. <laughs> uh, hey Steven, do you want to take the active superpowers? Sure. Uh, our first active superpower is called Bad Manners. It costs three power. Choose an interactive terrain feature of size four or less within two range and throw it medium. This superpower can only be used once per turn. And his second active power is called Crushing Leap. It also costs three power. This is an action. This character makes a small advance. Then this character is placed within range two of itself. Then this character may then make a pounder's attack. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, hey, Brandon, do you want to finish us off with the, uh, with the uh, rest of the superpowers there? The Yulik has trollish temper. During the power phase, this character gains one additional power, and he has a troll hide. When this character would suffer damage, reduce that amount suffered by one to a minimum of one. Yeah, so that's pretty great. <laughs> uh, why don't you go first on this? Well, why don't you give your take first, Brandon? Me? Uh, I, my, my biggest surprise with this character is that he's only size 3. Um, I don't know why. It just kind of... I kind of thought he was going to be a size 4 for some reason. I have nothing really about that because Battery Bill being a 2 is also kind of surprising. Uh, not a bad thing. I mean, he's got a good builder. Uh he gets the the move medium is pretty big, I think, because he's going to be on a medium base. Uh, so move medium on a medium base is always really good. Like he's definitely, we thought Rhino was mobile. This guy's super mobile. Yeah, yeah this guy's maybe the most mobile model in the game. Yeah, what with the card, also. He doesn't do oh, yeah, it for the, free, though. True. No, but the medium move. And the medium base is going to get him in a situation a lot of the time to make his pounders attack. And then once you're able to attack a couple times a turn, Crushing Leaf's going to become online. So, on very consistently. He also has seven health. Um, he's definitely going to want to be in the mix. This is. Uh, his affiliations are still kind of up in the air. We're not really sure what those are going to be. Uh, it does seem like he's going to be in Asgard because he has the the Asgard power phase, gain an extra power. Mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't. I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense for him to have that otherwise. So uh, it's going to be hard to play him in Asgard because you're going to have to play two fives if you want to play Asgard, unless you right. know, unless we can get a cheaper leader hit hit uh, AMG. Uh, but I mean, it's good. I mean, he's got. Giving a character an activated token is one of those things where it only has to happen once. Like that can flip a whole game. I remember one time I gave an activated token to a She-Hulk, uh, and I, I mean it flips the game on its head. Like being able to activate a character. Think about if you're playing against Malekith and you can give him an activation token. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. And this is something that comes online on turn two. As long as you get one power from a pounders, or turn yeah. one with some help. Ah, I, I mean, I don't know how you really do this on turn one, to be honest. And Captain America, are, Steve Rogers. Not the shatter that doesn't get him by power. Oh, oh come on, keep up, keep up, Steven. Keep oh, up. geez, keep I'm up, so keep up. I'm sorry. <laughs> we thought you the, the crush. The cru- yeah, the crushing leap, and like even if you're not. So and then if you're playing against a wide list where the activate token is not going to be very important, what Steven was hitting at, being able to crushing leap multiple times in a turn is going to be very very good. Um, and then being able to throw size four terrain, uh, it's not a character throw. Whatever, I take what I can get on character throws, but um, being able to throw size four terrains and throw medium is is pretty good. So pretty great. Yeah, he's uh, what. 
Why don't you yeah. give your opinion there, Stephen? Well, um, yeah, I, I can imagine him in a Midnight Suns or a Defenders list because you have the other two characters that activate people in that. So that wouldn't oh, be too man. nice. Yeah, you're right. Strange can activate both of them, right? Oh, the Defenders is Iron Fist and Defenders too. Yes, yes, oh, he I is. I see what you're saying, then. Yeah, right. Um, I will go back. I know I did a, a miscue there, but if you did, um, uh, no matter the cost on him, uh, he could get um, a Shatter Mountains, Shatter Bones off the first turn. So, Phew. so Just that's ruin your opponent's day. Uh, no one's going to be in range. Range. It's only range two. Yeah, I mean, he might need a little help, but I, I, I was just thinking out loud, I guess. But it, um, it, it's still awesome. Yeah, like um, when we were discussing previously before we were, we were recording, um, you know, get him that extra power, right? And then he's to the midline with that crushing leap action. It's just, it's horrendous. So. I would, uh, yeah. This guy, this guy's gonna be, he's gonna be a menace. Yeah, he's gonna cross the board. Like he will, yeah. and he has a card which places him within range five. Correct. Which correct. is just bananas. I think he's designed to do one thing, and he does it pretty, pretty good. Well, two things: be tough and yeah. Move. Right. <laughs> well, what's your take, Brad? He tough and he move. Uh, <laughs> and that's all he needs to do. Be tough and move. Yeah. He tough, he move. I mean, so he's great. <laughs> I think that he's uh, like really fast and really a threat that you can't just leave walking around. Uh, the, the five threat is kind of rough in Asgard. If uh, I'm, a, we're assuming he's Asgard affiliated, right? I don't know. I've heard some people speculate that he'll be Cabal, so he can work with Malekith. Hmm, that would be even worse. That yeah, would be, uh, be hard. That would be twelve points, just right there. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, you I know, know what? <laughs> I don't know if he's Asgard. He's always been a bad uh, guy. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing that I think needs to be stated is that what he is is he's a cheap, less good Hulk. Yeah. And and that's I, I like he's I don't not know as good as Hulk. No, he's not. He's not as good as Hulk. I'm he's I'm not saying he a is point cheaper. He's a point cheaper. I'll tell uh, you who he's and, better than Gene Gray. Who? I mean I mean you're right. I agree. <laughs> Fives are really stout at the top, though. Like, where is he really ranking in the five threat models? I think he's pretty. I don't know with Juggernaut. Yeah, is he better than Modok? Uh, yeah. Oh, um, Scarlet Witch. Hmm. <laughs> Depends. Like he's definitely gonna take a hit better than Scarlet Witch, but he's, he's not better than Red Skull Master of Hydra. No, he no, is not. He's, he's not, not better than Ghost Rider. We're just gonna get those out of the way. No. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Who you guys want to be controversial? Because Brad will say something dumb. It'll make me mad. Then I'm gonna say something mean. We don't need to go down that road. <laughs> hey, we we know it's gonna happen. He's not. <laughs> he can't be better than Jean Grey. Come on. I'm not sure he's better than Ebony Maul. Um, and I think Ebony Maul's a good kind of comparison. Uh, mm, that's pretty similar good. health. Ebony, no, and that's not an insult. The new Ebony Maul is great. Yeah. Like, but like the telekinetic powerhouse on Ebony Maul is so insanely good that I think like it just gets kind of forgotten about. And the fact that Ebony Maul gets three power a turn and can take a gem and has flight but throwing a size 4 terrain like we just talked about on him range 2 medium very good Ebony Balls is range 3 and long 
Which is insane. Yeah, that's such a but, good yeah. throw. It's the third best yeah. throw? It's Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. Uh, but there throw. are... Like, so, like, the fives are probably... The, like, there's not as many fives, but they're kind of divided pretty properly. Like, you have your better tier, your Scarlet Witch, Red Skulls, Modoc, Juggernaut, Ghost Rider, Ebony Maw, and then you kind of have that second tier, where it's, like, the two Doctor Stranges, um, Angela. four Angela, uh, and for a long time, Angela was in that upper tier. I yeah. feel kind of disrespectful for even not putting her in there, but I think he's going to kind of... I'll I'll save that for the grading, but uh, I, I I just I'm curious on where he'll kind of fall because it's hard to splash a five threat character. Oh yeah, I, I don't think that this guy's splashable at all. I I don't know, I don't know. I don't want to say that, but I I, I, I mean, okay. Well, uh, what's your take? What's your take? I I think that. If you're looking for someone like Hulk, but a point cheaper, like you, you just—he's a good choice. Like if you take I him mean, over Juggernaut, if you're looking for a Hulk, you just take it at six. That's yeah, what I was that about to say. Like numbers wise, yeah. If it I doesn't mean, work numbers wise, you've done something wrong in list building. <laughs> I, I'm trying to be mean, but that's just. Uh, You need flexibility I, I still, with your splashes. Yeah. And fives offer the least amount of flexibility. Well, I, I would run him with uh, Strange Blade and Iron Fist at 17 to be an activated squad. God, that would be disgusting. That'd be so awful to play against. <laughs> You're just... You don't get to activate one turn. Just everything turns off. Ironically, that list has a lot of movement shenanigans, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. You, Fred, and you'd get to activate at least two models. <laughs> Unless they Listen, you don't have to activate models me. if you play Kingpin and just stand on the point. <laughs> well, uh, I think we've talked about him for long enough. Uh, do you guys Are you guys ready to move on to a letter grade? Yeah. Okay. Let's start with Brad. A minus. I think he's splashable. He may, he won't be the first one you reach for, but I think he can go on a lot of lists. And if they're splashable, I give him an A. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about you, Steven? Um, I agree with Brad. I'm going to go A minus and... My divergence from Brad is the fact that he's got that card that costs three to play, and he places five. That's just that's just money, seriously. Oh yeah, especially if you need to chase somebody down. So he's the. I think he's the most mobile character in the game. Uh, yeah. Well, what about you, Brandon? What are you giving him? Uh, I'm gonna need. I gotta reread this card because I have no fucking clue why you guys are giving this guy an A minus. So. Can, can, I, I kind of agree with you, Brandon, if I'm going to be honest. I, I'm giving him a, just a B. Like, a uh, straight B. I, I was uh, at, honestly, I was at a C plus, man. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think he's that low. But I'm not. A, I don't like, see you splashing him. Like, I don't know where he's going to fit in. Like, five threats a lot, and he doesn't. Ebony Maw gets splashed. <sighs> he's on that same level. I know, but Ebony Maul brings a lot different... No, he's not on the... I don't think he's on the same level as Ebony Maul. Ebony Maul brings stuff to the table, like range four mystic attacks. Throws. And this guy meaning... Longer throws. a beefy body that can be anywhere you need him to be. I mean, Ebony Maul has more power and gets to play... He gets six defense on almost every attack. Brandon, one more. That's not that. That's a lot? That adds that, up. That damage reduction with a four three four is pretty good too. Ebony Maul really gets to roll good. six. Unless somebody pays two. Yeah, and that sucks. I've played against Ebony Maul enough that it knows how much that sucks. To pay that extra two. Having a long throw of size four, range three is insane. I just I, 
Listen, I, I'm just not on. I, I mean, I'm willing to compromise it a B minus, but I, I think that's. Ebony Maw doesn't. Ebony Maw doesn't have a tactic card like that, though. I don't. The tactics cards are good. We but, can't talk tactics cards and sway him because Ebony Maw's got a really good tactics card. Yeah, yeah like, that's not a good <laughs> argument. Like, not in a bad way, but like. Well, I understand, I, I will sit here and argue that Ghost Runner is the best five point character in the game. You're right. And he doesn't I would get agree. splashed. And he doesn't get splashed a ton. I think Ulick is miles worse than Ghost Rider. And Ghost Rider is arguably just as mobile because he can hell on wheels on a, and has medium moves on a, me, on a large base. Okay. And, well, this is, I, I, this is further than a, a long move. It is further. I get yeah. it. It's the same power, but you know who is going to get way more power than Ulick? Ghost Rider. Because you want to talk about someone who just gets power and abundance at all times? That guy. Okay, so averages in A minus. That's, That's not how averages work. <laughs> that is not correct. <laughs> I, I, okay, I the think mode the is in A minus. Let's move on. Okay, that's correct. <laughs> all right, so uh, we we kind of disagree on him. We kind of disagree on him as a group, and I kind of like that. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a a real disagreement. I mean, I, I think he's good. I think he's oh, good. I mean, hit and hitting that. What are the odds of hitting that trigger on nine dice? Probably pretty good. I think probably pretty good. Let's move on to the next section, then I'll answer that question. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's move on to uh, Brad's comic book recommendations. Oh, Brad, what you got? Section. There? Okay. Maybe I won't <laughs> answer that question very. Dude. So, uh, or do you want to? Ulick, I do you want to do? Pulled up. I can find my own answer. Okay. <laughs> find your own answer. Although, hopefully, that trigger is on there. If it's not, I need to add it. Ulick, uh, he has not been in a bunch of comics, and most of them, he's kind of just like a lackey or standing in the background or whatever. And I wanted to make sure I got something where he is featured. Luckily, there is one such story where he is the main antagonist of Thor throughout several issues. So this is Thor 137 through 139. This is back when Stan Lee and Jack Kirby were still doing Thor. These are classic comics. These are great comics. Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, mostly Jack Kirby, created the Marvel that everyone loves to this day. So in this comic, you get Ulick fighting Thor... You get rock troll politics, um, an invasion of Midgard, that's Earth for people who don't know, and lots of other fun stuff. So, Jane Foster's in there, um, Betty Ray Bill isn't, if you like Betty Ray Bill. Uh. I heard some funny nicknames for Betty Ray Bill. I heard uh, Betty Ray Cyrus. <laughs> because he doesn't know it. <laughs> And I heard um, Billy Bob Thor. <laughs> I thought those were oh, really good. good. <laughs> so, Ulix just Ulix. A plus. Ulix does sound like um, something you would buy at um, what's that furniture store that has the meatballs? IKEA. 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 Ulick sounds like something you'd buy at an Ikea. Ulick sounds like an off-brand Ikea. (laughs) Brandon, do you have an answer for us now? Uh, The trigger's not on there. Um, Is there a... um, There's crit hit shield skull and crit wild hit skull. Or crit hit wild shield. That one will be the same percentage. The one so with the both shield of those are actually the same percentage. Uh, so basically, a, yeah. Because there's 30, one wild, one skull, one. What? It's thirty-four percent. Thirty-four percent. Really? A third. That's okay. A third of the time. That's not bad. But then, uh, if you do but, that attack into Ebony Mall, your odds, uh, your highest percentage of damage is two. So, 
But, but the thing we forget is it gives an automatic stagger no matter what. Yeah. Which is good. I like the stagger. Five power for stagger is pretty good. And it is nine dice. It's basically the Iron Fist attack at a discount. Correct. Very much cheaper. Except for you had to play a five threat character instead of a three threat character. The one that will live a lot longer. And, well, that's true. And Heroes for Hire a better, has a better tactic score. Well, uh, we're not here to dis- uh, to, to compare <laughs> Ulick and Iron Fist. Uh, do you have a roster, Brandon, that you want to put this gentleman in? I always have a roster. Well, what you got there, this bud? This one is inspired by all this talk about his uh, attack. Right, shatter mountain, shatter bones. We want to do that. Do we want? We want to utilize that. There's a leadership in this game that can lower the cost. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So the main thing when you're playing this five threat character is you need the leader to be cheaper than him, right? So you're looking at those fours and those threes as far as leadership goes. Um. He's doing a lot of stuff, but you really want to take advantage of this attack. So we got to find a leadership that A, gives him more power, or B, reduces that attack cost somehow. There's not many effects that reduce attack cost, um, but there's one. There is one. Um, yeah. So you're going to play him we're with gonna, Storm, where he's better. We're going to play him with the proper mutant. We're going to play him with the Inhumans to give him the extra power to make that attack. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to play him with Cyclops. We're going to play him with Cyclops. Um, Because if you're playing Cyclops, you're already accepting the fact that you're playing mediocre models. Um, So you can put him on the field at the same time. I think this is too much shade on Ulick. (laughs) There's a lot of of unfortunate shade. Uh, But... It's this is one of the characters that can take advantage of um, at the X, the bad X Men Blue affiliation, uh, and for those who don't know what it is because you shouldn't because it's terrible, is that X Men Blue is once per turn when an allied character declares an attack action, but before it chooses an attack to use any number of allied characters within three of the attacking character may spend one power for each power spent this way reduce the power cost of attacking characters action characters attacks. By one to a minimum of one for this attack action. God, it's so bad. <laughs> but you can make this cost one power or it two power. Is, it is the best. This current like meta with the uh, my screen just turned off. That's gonna look bad on the video. Uh, the current meta <laughs> is the best that ability has ever been because everything's so much closer. And it's still so bad. It's still real bad. Uh, but that is the, you know what? the fun Here, little thing. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm making this claim on air. Next Wednesday when we get together, if people can actually come, I will play a game with Cyclops as my leader. Just as a reminder of how bad it is. And then I'll Are you going to use versatile strategy? Nope. Nope. He'll so be my here's leader a little the entire fun. game. Until he dies, I will kill him if I'm playing him. Uh, just because it really bothers Brad when you target one of his models, if you didn't know that about him. I got a question, though. If you move Ulick, if you move him medium, and then five, would he be on, like, the back point? Oh, surely. So then oh. you can... All right, then I'm going to switch to the real uh, mutants. You play with Inhumans, you give him a power on turn one. You move him medium, then move him range five, and he's on the back point in, like, say, Gamma or something like that. I yeah. think if you play this character, you want to... If they get the most out of this character, I really think um, all... No shade aside, no jokes anymore. You want to play him with a leader um, that's hopefully cheaper than him, but you do want to take advantage of, like, reductions in costs. Um, uh, Steven mentioned Steve Rogers, uh, Captain America... His leadership with Avengers, Black Bolt with Black Bolt's not the Inhumans. He's not cheaper though, but the Inhumans are bad. So you know, play the ones that can kill things. I guess. Uh, 
Cyclops reduces the. I mean, don't play Cyclops. Don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> um, but if you really want to play Cyclops, I do think he fits in with that because reducing that attack's really good. Um, what what I, about running never, him? What about running him with She-Hulk? No, there's no, there's too many good options. Uh, <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way, but like you're picking him over Angela, and that's that's wrong. Um, <laughs> Because Angela can drop off She-Hulk, and that's really good. Uh, well, with him, you could have a 16. Of three characters. Um, I do like, um, as far as Asgard's concerned, though, if he is as an Asgard-affiliated character, which he may not be, um, I do really like this. Uh, their list with him in it, just having an extra big threat. Um, I'm trying to find my Asgard list that I have. Just, um, I, I mean, you already have big fives. I mean, you don't really. I mean, Angela. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you ever play him over Angela. So I, I'm never mind. I'm just gonna. But if you, I mean, like I said, he's big base. You can go real big. Um, in Asgard, which you've always kind of been able to do. Um, Asgard also real good against Ulick because you can just remove the stagger if he gives it to you. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing that I just thought of. Um, but I mean, it's it's good stuff. I mean, he's fine if you want to play him. You can find room for him. I'm sure there's somebody out there who's a real big Ulick fan. The model's uh-huh. cool looking. The model is cool. I don't really like the picture on the back of this card. Uh, oh, I don't even remember what it is. Let's look. Kind of looks like he's thrusting in your face. <laughs> he's gonna. He just jumped and he's about to pound you. I mean, I get it, but like he's thrusting at me and he's doing his pounders. I don't need that. And he's I got them do. power thighs. As the local single person, I do need that. You know. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think you just if you want to play him, take advantage of the of making his things cheaper, the additional power, and be a. You can also crushing leap twice in a turn, um, which I don't think we touched on. Uh, that's really good. It's really really good. So, True. I wish there was a throw. I wish the I wish the wild on pounders was like a wild crit throw. That'd be nice. Yeah, but that would be too good. I just want a character throw. I want everybody to have a character throw. I've read enough comics. Characters get thrown a lot. They also get pushed <laughs> a lot. They do get pushed a lot. Should be a lot of pushes and a lot of throws. Well, uh, I want to say before we go on, uh, a thank you to CH Pringles for being the newest Patreon. If you manage to time it during the podcast, I'll give you a shout out, just like I did this week and last week. Would that happen again? It happened again. Do we record at peak Patreon times? I don't know. Apparently we record when people are listening to us because they're they're thinking about us. Well, good for them. All right. Well, uh, my thing is going to be short and sweet. Uh, It's a pretty uh, obvious one, uh, to be honest. I'm going to say that everyone should go watch... The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, trash movie. Uh, I I hate you so much that you said that. That makes me that makes me hate you. <laughs> it's uh it's a classic movie. It's it's kidding. great. The movies are way better than the books. <laughs> oh my goodness. Brad's coming in with these takes. <laughs> uh it is one of my all-time favorite trilogies of uh easily is the entire lord of the rings but that's also a lot of movie so just watch the fellowship of the ring it's a great movie you sh- it is uh, it is more than tw- it is more than 20 years old at this point and it is still it's gorgeous and just fantastic a bunch of people walking and talking about a ring it can't be that exciting and growing to love each other and and being friends and then fighting orcs. It's it's okay. What does any so of this have to do with the rock troll that we're talking about? Because they have a cave troll. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess there is. Listen, a that's troll. a better correlation than he's had before. 
It, it is. It's a much better correlation. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, that'll be it for us today on Crit Hit Wild. Thanks for joining and have fun out there, everybody. And don't play Cyclops.